Welcome back into Gridiron Deutschland, folks. One of the best things about having our new content in German is the fact that we can get guests speaking in English for you. And today's special guest is none other than Sebastian Vollmer, two-time Super Bowl champion from Germany, who played with Tom Brady and the New England Patriots for many years. This is a fantastic interview with Tiziana and Julian. Uh, and we're weeks out now from the, from the Munich game. So enjoy the interview with Sebastian uh, and let us know your thoughts and comments in the replies below on YouTube. Or if you're on the podcast, please give us some feedback. Enjoy. Today, we have the honor to speak to a two-time Super Bowl champion. Sebastian Vollmer is our guest. Hi, Sebastian. Hi, how are you guys? Yeah, great. <laughs> we are talking to you, so it's a great day. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about your past with American football? How did you start playing? Um, you have a past with the Düsseldorf Panthers, so maybe let's tell uh, a little bit about that. Sure. Um so I'm going to keep it brief because um, <laughs> that's a, a longer story. But yes, I, I was born and raised in Germany, in Dusseldorf. I, uh, I started with soccer, probably like any European or German kid, um, swimming as well. Ended up uh, leaving the soccer club, but um, concentrating on swimming. And it was a great sport for me. Loved it. Loved the competitiveness. What I didn't enjoy was... I mean, it sounds a lot dramatic, but the loneliness, you know, you're, you're by yourself in the water with your thoughts and, you know, well, the part I loved was what you put in, you're going to get out, right? You train a lot, you do the right things and, and hopefully, you know, it, it works out. If it doesn't, you probably did something wrong. Obviously talent and all those things matter too. But again, it, it's a sport where uh, you def try to define yourself. Team sport, you know, now going back to football or going forward to football, there are a lot of Hall of Famers that have never won a Super Bowl, right? So it kind of depends on the team you're with. And I was about 16, maybe 17, I would say. I was at the um, in school in, in Noise. And a, um, a friend of mine in a different class asked me if I wanted to try football. I mean, I had some exposure to like NFL Europe. I watched them, the Rheinfire and Dusseldorf and, and those things. and But I didn't know much about it. So I went, loved it, but they're actually, they were in the off-season workouts. So there was no football being taught or played. It was just, you know, they were next to the big stadium. It's called Planet Comfort and they were running. There were probably 120 kid, well, kids, young men. And um, they were doing like, um, like I mean, different teamwork type of exercises. And I loved it. I mean, and I think the coaches liked me just because I was tall. I was two meters, right? Six, eight. And back then I was 16 and probably weighed, I don't know, 200. 25 pounds, something like that. And, and they were just like, he okay. doesn't know what he's doing, but we can probably do something. Right? We can do something with that guy. And I love the sport. But again, so what really triggered it was the team aspect of it, right? Just the, 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 the again, dramatic, but bleeding for the common goal, right? You do, you put in the sweat and tears and, and, and in the end you want to win. And I was lucky enough that Dusseldorf was, you know, had, had great coaches like Stefan Boyer was the head coach and uh, all his supporting staff was extremely engaged. And there were really as professional as you could imagine at that youth level, especially 20 years ago. And none of them were paid and they all put in, you know, we had trained three, four times a week plus the games and, you know, and they, they supplied us with oranges and whatever stuff you need during when tape and, and all those things. We didn't pay for that. And I'm sure somebody did. I'm having a feeling my other coaches paid, you know, um, for that. Um, anyway, so I loved it. And it was great. And, and, and again, I was tall, I was big, I was strong, didn't really know what I was doing, but was lucky enough then to play for the German national team and uh, the uh, European All-Star team. 
And there I went to, and I don't know if they still have that tournament, but it was called the Global Junior Championships, which are, it's a, it's a tournament. Europe played um, USA, Canada, Japan, and Mexico, I believe. And I was played the week before the Super Bowl back then. It was in San Diego. So that was like my first exposure to America and, and, and um, kind of like, I would say people saw me for the first time outside of, of, outside of Germany. Fast um, forward a year. Which year was that? That was 2002. Okay. I believe, I believe it was 02. Yes. Yeah. A one or two. One or two. I got looked up. But, and um, uh, I was um, then I had one more year. And again, we, the Dusseldorf Panther team was, was pretty good. And we played uh, in Darmstadt, I believe, against Darmstadt in a German championship game. And there I was. And there were a lot of coaches there, which I didn't realize at that point. And those guys offered me a scholarship while I was playing. I mean, really got a two weeks before that I graduated from high school. And, you know, there's a Abi uh, in, in, in German, which, you know, you, you enjoy yourself for that night. And, it's, you know, your drinking age is a little, you know, it's, it's you're young. You, you can enjoy beer when you're younger in, in Germany. You don't have to be 21. So all that worked out well. However, two days you know, later I had that German championship game. And um, anyways, I had a good game, but like in the third or fourth quarter, I can remember I had some cramps and it was a hot summer day. But then some of the coaches came up to me and offered me a scholarship in England and I had no idea what was happening. Thank you, scholarship didn't mean much to me since you studying, as you know, in, in Germany is free. So that didn't, didn't, you know, that didn't appeal to me per se. And then, um, but then I, I just, I don't know, I just didn't have it like, um, it was just more like a surprise, I would say. It wasn't necessarily my goal, but obviously very appreciative. But then it turns out that Jeff Reinbold, who was my offensive coordinator at the Team Europe, at the European All-Star team, American, called a bunch of his buddies and said, like, hey, you know, there's this kid. He might want to come see. So during that game, they stayed and, and, and watched me and other guys too, obviously. And um, they ended up giving me a scholarship and uh, I decided on Houston and I did my civil deans, my civil service military thing. I don't know if you explained that in American, uh, to Americans. And then um, I, uh, I went to, went to Houston and that's kind of, that's kind of how it went and did my career there and had a bunch of injuries and, and so forth. And in the end got drafted by New England Patriots. So that was a, uh, that was kind of like my, my ride. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty crazy. Um, so we also talked about, the IPP in this podcast a lot. Uh, also talked to some players and stuff. And um, so you already said you went to the University of Houston. Um, how difficult was that as a German native moving to the US, like starting up there? It's it's a lot of people don't know how hard it is actually to make it at a at a college football team. Oh, it was incredibly hard. It was like I was saying. Yes, I was tall. I was I was, but I thought big. But I mean, you you walk in there, and I mean, those are grown men. Like I mean, they 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 were six eight and three fifty, and I was, you know, six eight and two fifty on a on a good day, right? So I mean, I, I was I was skin and bones compared at least. I didn't speak the language. I, had, you know, I left everything I knew, and back then it was tough. So they always tell that story in two different ways. So when I had the chance, like there were a lot of people that saw something in me that I didn't see and they helped me. Like I, I, I'm not a believer in self-made men in I did it all myself. I'm this, I'm that. that it's not, not what happened to me. So I can't, it's not really what I support. I'm more a believer in um, we are all 
products of our circumstances, I would say. Obviously, hard work and, and, and you know, you get nothing given to you. Though I think those are givens. But again, if I mentioned, if I didn't, if I wasn't born in Dusseldorf or in another city where they had a good club team back then already, well, that wouldn't have worked. If uh, I didn't have a good coach, if Jeff Rambold was saying didn't call those guys, if they didn't have a scholarship to give, if I wasn't 6'8". Like, I mean, there's so many things that just happened to me that that at least gave me the chance to prove myself. And um, so, but it was incredibly hard. I went there and, and um, had some issues with my visa to go over there. So I missed training camp and I was hyped as like the second coming. I was like in that newspaper, the college newspaper was 6'8", 350 and this offensive lineman that's going to rescue the Houston Cougars. And well, I get off that plane. I was like, well, that guy's tall, but he is skinny. Like, I mean, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work, right? I mean, this is, this is, this is not it. But he is not it, and that was tough. That was tough. I never really trained before. Right? I was just in Germany. I was good enough. Like again, I was tall and big, and and it worked. And I really seen a weight room from the inside. Like yeah, conditioning was good, but like I wasn't strong. I mean, I thought I was strong, but compared to those men, really, I mean, that 19, 20 year old, 22 year old future NFL players, right? I mean, they 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 have trained before. So my first practice, also off season. No, it's not true. But my, it was a, a weight room practice, and um, I got my butt kicked. I mean, I was—I don't know if they were trying to move, you know, trying to make a point there. But I—I I mean, I was like a shaking in a corner for like forty-five minutes, like almost blacked out. And you know, they were running circles around me. I was just like, I, I don't know if I can handle it. But on the other hand, you really grow with that, right? I mean, like giving up is not an option. So it's like, what do you do? Like, you go home, get on a plane, and be the biggest disappointment. I walk through those doors, or you know, you get up and, and train until you make it, and the route I chose or tried to choose at least didn't know how it was going to work out but in that moment it was like a defining moment for me just like yeah I don't want to leave that legacy right get that German kid in here and it's not working out so um but it was tough incredibly tough I mean from like um you know you you, you leave you go straight from 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 German school and you're living in a college you have a little dorm which was not good like I mean from roaches to I mean, all of it, right? I mean, it just was not good. And um, over years, though, then I made some friends and I learned the language and I met my my girlfriend, future future wife and kids and all those things and and, and, and worked out in a way that, you know, I, I couldn't have been blessed more. I didn't realize it in that moment. That sounds all terrible. I obviously had good times and great times and a lot of fun and a lot of success, but, you know, it was a, was a, was a tough road, I would say. But now, sorry, just to, that's a long answer here, but... Um, now with the IPP program, with the NFL being behind it with um, so many um, avenues, out of, A, to be scouted, to be found. We have, you know, the combine, we have the academy in London. We have so many things where from all different nations, players can A, be found, be trained, be supported and have a direct path into the NFL. And obviously it has worked. I mean, just take Jakob Johnson, for example, obviously, you know, he went from the IPP program had this practice squad, we had a practice squad spot and Bill Belichick, Patriots head coach decided, you know what, he's so good. I don't need to bury him like in a practice squad somewhere. I make him you know, an active roster guy. And, and, and um, so he's just one, but there are many more, but uh, it's just one example. And obviously he's a, he's a great dude. So anyway, so I think for the, the, the future generation, it's such a, it's still tough. Obviously, it's uh, the hardest, the best football league in the world, and it's 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 an incredibly tough environment. However, the avenues are there. I don't think the European kids are um, lacking behind the Americans 
by size, talents, by work effort, by you know, ethic, by by um, let's just say like the outside forces they can control a little bit. Um, certainly, I think we. And that's happening now. Well, actually, I'm wearing that shirt. Uh, you know, NFL launched a flag football program in school. So I think we're getting younger players involved in um, in the sport. I think that's a great, another first step or another another step to get the grassroots going, to get the, the younger kids, uh, male and female. Um, we just had one at Camp in Dusseldorf, um, sponsored by the Patriots. But it was great. It was probably 100 kids, 50-50, and, and boys and girls, and they all had fun in the end, right? And so they're exposed to the to the sport, and who knows in 10 years where they're going to end up, right? There were some kids. I mean, they were studs for what you know. They just picked it up a couple of weeks prior, and I mean, they loved it. And they just looked the part. Sometimes you just can, you know, you can look at a at a at a, at a kid and you're just like, yeah, get a little swagger, you know, he's okay. And anyways, that was a beautiful thing to see. And uh, so I think just as an encouragement for for the younger generation, I think this uh, this is certainly heading in the, in the right direction. For you, the hard work paid off in the end. You got drafted in the second round uh, by the New England Patriots. What was that experience like? That was amazing. Um, so while I was talking about the tough parts in college, once I hit, you know, I, I had surgery on my back. I broke my leg, all those things, right? And then they had some, some like, for me, lucky breaks, literally a break for another guy that was in, in front of me. He couldn't play, so I got a spot. And from then on out, I would stay the starter and, and never give it back up. And it's kind of what what... Uh, football is right you get your chance and you got to take advantage of or any other job as well right i mean once you have a chance you got to take advantage of it stay prepared but so that was good and it made all conference team and, and all those things and i was okay and then on draft day back then we only had two days like the first and second round i believe was on a saturday and the rest of the rounds were on the on sunday on the second day and i told myself i'm not going to sit in front of the tv you know for eight hours and, and hope your name and call i'm just gonna do this like uh so i well, before that, I'll take, take it back. So I went, I wasn't invited to the combine, but I had a pro day and my numbers were really good. And I, had, I was part of an all-star team, uh, like a game, and I did pretty well there. And um, I had 14 pre-draft visits, which certainly, like you talked to GMs and the owners and head coaches and, you know, all those things. And they give you an idea of where to see you if you get drafted. And I, I thought, personally, I thought I was going to be a Raider. And um, that so in my mind i was just like well i'm gonna go there however when draft day came around i got a couple of phone calls i was working out and it's like hey this sebastian yep do you speak english yes sir okay bye i mean it was just like the last minute you know checkup on i don't know he's somewhere on the list but some team is like where's he from germany what like huh? and uh <laughs> but and it was like it gives you the interest of Obviously, they're still doing some research. They're still, you know, somebody just had a question. Probably some scout walked in and was like, you know, just make sure, like, cross all, you know, your T's and dot your I's and things. Um, but then, so that day, um, and I was hanging out. We had a barbecue. Like, we didn't celebrate the draft at all. It was just kind of like a nice Saturday in, in Houston. It was hot. And, and the day kind of went on. And some point in the afternoon, uh, me and back then my girlfriend went to a sandwich shop. I literally just put my phone down. I ordered a sandwich, and it was an unknown number. And I didn't, I didn't hear it. Uh, my girlfriend then saw it and was like, "Hey, don't you want to pick it up?" I said, like, "Oh shoot!" Picked it up. And I was bearish. Was um, you know um, like Bill's. Um, I think he's heads of uh, football operations, but, you know, in an organization with, with the Patriots and he handed the phone to, to Bill and, you know, talking, I was like, I'll be about to draft you. 
And in that moment, it's just like, well, first of all, you're like, okay, to go, we're not eating here. And but it was an incredible moment. It's but it's just like you go from a broke college student to a professional athlete in, in a matter of seconds, right? Like you hang up and that's it. And but then you just like, yeah, all you know of America is Houston. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to New England. And you of course you know who and what the Patriots are, but you might not know where they are, like you know, that they are in Foxborough or who they play, what the division is. Like NFL wasn't really like on my radar back then, uh, at least not you know to that detail. And it was incredible. Like I, uh, I remember like calling obviously like your friends and whoever else sees it on TV, which I to this day have not seen. Um, but then obviously get the phone calls. It's like, okay, let's have a party. And it's, I feel like, like I'm more of a, I don't know, like I have to process information myself first before I can like go celebrate. And I remember like everybody's coming over on their way and I make my girlfriend call. Like everybody's like, yeah, let's pump the brakes maybe tomorrow. But in that moment, just kind of realizing again, life is going to change dramatically. And for me, it was either, hey, I go back to Germany because I had two degrees. I, I, I studied, um, graduated from college, and but then I was on a student visa. That means purpose fulfilled kind of thing, meaning we have to go back, right? I mean, there was no, if you don't have a job, obviously you can stay. And so it was a very um, either or type of situation. And uh, obviously it worked out great. And the next weekend I was in New England, did a rookie mini camp with a broken nose because uh, I was so eager to prepare. So they one-on-one pass pro drills with a defensive end. Yeah, didn't have a helmet on. He broke my nose and called the bell. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to show up tomorrow with a broken nose if that's okay. And I mean, I was, it was so stupid. But uh, and, and again, it was an incredible up and down of emotions. Then obviously life changed. And I realized in that moment, like looking back, there are always days where, or where you know, um, life is going to change nothing is going to be as it was before and most of those i had a few of those and most of those um were you know uh, a very positive thing but you know uh, i think if you realize that and then keep on keep on pushing forward i think things will work out so you never actually played for another team besides the patriots um is that something that you yeah that you regret or are you rather proud of that fact i mean back then it was also, always think about like big players. Also in the NBA, like back then, it was really normal to to stick with your team, and now it's actually more common to change teams uh, rather often. Um, what do you think about that? I, mean, I love my team. I uh, I think I was incredibly lucky that and blessed. And I told Bill that you know that he took a shot. I mean, like again, I think now it's a little different when when I I, mean, I was old nine and I got drafted. Right, so the NFL landscape for international players has changed a little bit, but. That he took a shot on me, right? And and oh, he, I mean, he spent a second round draft pick. I mean, it's not it's not nothing. And and uh, I'm to this day very appreciative of that. And um, so I always had a little bit. So there was again going back to to uh, the story. There was always people that have done things for me or helped me reach certain milestones. And um, I always also felt that. So Coach McGee, for example, not coaching with the Giants, but he was essentially the guy that offered me the scholarship to go to Houston and. I mean, he put his neck on the line, I felt like, right? He's going out there, he's telling the, the um, AD, the athletic director, hey, there's this German kid that spent extra money because tuition is going to be more expensive if you're an out-of-state, out-of-country guy. And I didn't want to be a disappointment. I, I wanted to show I'm, I'm worth that, what those people are saying to others about me. And same thing with the Patriots, right? And I always felt like, okay, like, I mean, now you got to prove it. There's some people are trusting you and 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 I wanted to, do, wanted to deliver on that. And um obviously my first 
um, rookie contract was for four years. And um, during that time, I was lucky enough to go to the Super Bowl. We lost it. However, you know, I think you realize how blessed you are. Obviously, playing with a guy like Tom Brady and some other greats that it's not a given. I went through free agency and I had a chance to go somewhere else. I told Bill, though, like doing those call negotiations, but even before it's like, hey, I don't want to leave, right? I mean, it might happen, but I don't want to, right? I, I just let's make this, let's make this work. And you don't have to make me the, you know, I'm not gonna break, break the bank here, or I wanna like I, I wanna make I want, let's work this out. And then in the end it did. And Tom for certainly a big part of that. And you hear from a lot of veterans, right? You always got a shot. Bill obviously is a big part of that because you always have a shot of winning and some other great players. And luckily, well, two more Super Bowls after, um, it was the right decision because in the end, you know, um, th that's something that, that, that um, can like sticks with you, right? I mean, I've, lot, I've been part of three Super Bowls, all in different experiences, lost one and, and, and won two. And, and um, it's incredible. I'm, I'm so thankful. And the sport has given me so much on, on um, like uh, the life I live now to the people I've met. And then obviously the sporting or the, the success in, 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 in the league itself. And I think it made me a better worker. It taught me so many life lessons, um, the way you handle yourself on and off the field. Obviously, I'm not on the field to at least to play, probably to maybe show a thing or two, but like not, you know, those, those days are obviously over. But um, it, it's been it's been an incredible journey. And I'm so, so blessed to be part of, you know, of the Patriots organization for that long. And again, it's the only lifestyle I knew and it was tough, no doubt, but you also win a lot. Um, so um, I have nothing but good things to say about that. You just mentioned Tom Brady uh, really briefly. He's also coming to Munich this fall. How is he as a person or also like a teammate? Awesome. He's the greatest. I mean, um, obviously we all know what he does on the field for everyone, right? And I think what media reports about, well, he makes players better. And I think it's such a, yeah, of course he is. But so is Aaron Rodgers. So is like a lot of those, you know, like, like great greats. You know, there's a level above greatness where, where those guys are in. But he's also, he made me, another reason why I stayed, I was like, I think I'm going to have a longer career playing with that guy because, well, I think he makes me a better player. I don't have to block as long, right? He, if he gets, to, gets rid of the ball within two seconds or less, well, it's certainly easier to block that long than mm -hmm. four seconds. Or if he sits Makes at sense. six yards, right, or at seven yeah. yards, easier than somebody that runs at the back of the pocket. Well, I like to know where my quarterback is. I could block the way... I needed to protect them. If you have a guy and it's not a critique, but if you have a guy like, I don't know, Aaron Rodgers, right? He runs a lot. He makes a lot of things happen, but it's also difficult for an offensive lineman that they get a lot of hold, not a lot. Some of them get some holding calls because, well, you don't know where the guy is. And he's so great. I mean, he makes certainly up for those difficulties. No doubt about that. Personally, and, and again, it's me arguing from a point, the only point I knew, right? Like this is, this is what I, I liked. And so that, but also he makes the punter better. He makes the defense better because well, they're probably in pass rush mode most games because we're leading by the end. Um, if you go back to the Super Bowl, we won. Well, you we were down by 25 points and you're still like, eh, they're going to make it. Like it's there's still, there's a confidence he instills in us, right? And it's just like, okay. Well, the first one I won was like, all right, championship drive. You score here, we win. Okay, cool. And like, then you do it. I mean, it's just such a, um, um, yeah it's called confidence maker like he, he just well with him if i do my job i know he does his like i don't have to worry about him delivering let's just make sure i do mine and i think with that approach that team has won a lot of games and you know on a personal level he is uh i mean he's a great friend but he is a you know a a um 
like what you want in a friend right i mean i i don't know i call them up for whatever i need and it's not like hey i'm too busy it's like no sure what do you need like let me know and, and like he did i was retired he was still in training camp he wrote the forward for a book right I'm like and i got it back within like an hour i'm like no i didn't mean like now but thank you but that's the guy he is. <laughs> a lot crazy yeah. yeah it's just okay don't you but and again so it, nothing but good things about tom uh he i mean he's uh he's an incredible special human being for sure yeah, that's that's really cool so <laughs> as titiana already said uh he he will be in munich this year um because he's still playing <laughs> which is insane um so it's funny um, i say that when i went through my second contract the negotiations but that was the one point i was like man but if i sign another deal like man if you're gonna retire soon uh, uh you know thoughts yeah and i'll retire like four years later and you're still playing anyways yeah yeah for sure um so what are your thoughts on the game in munich this year um maybe we will also see the patriots uh, in the upcoming years that would be cool but um for this year it's the seahawks and it's tampa bay and uh, yeah what do you think i think it's great i mean for um well, a for anybody, like, it's a good game. But I think for, like for the German fans, like right now we've seen like incredible growth in well viewerships, merchandise sales, and, and fan fandom in general. We have 20 million fans in Germany, football fans. So it's a lot, but it's certainly also a lot of room to grow. And I think it's a um, it's it's not an exhibition game, right? I mean, it's it's a real deal. Like it's it's you got to win. And I think for like if you if you don't look at the competition itself just kind of what that game can do for the development of football i think it's a great opportunity you see a guy i mean obviously tom brady everybody knows and in germany but i probably know giselle maybe a little better but they do know obviously who tom is and him playing him like being seen by fans in the stadium live that's different like so far all the german most german fans have only seen it on the computer or on the tv screen and when, when, when you see those NFL athletes, how fast they move, how hard they can hit, how, how big and athletic and incredible human beings they are live, it's different than on TV. On TV, sometimes they get all, because they're all big. So you have nothing really compared to like a 300, 6'8", 350-pound guy that runs a 4'9". The other guys run that too. So the comparison isn't there. But now if you stand there and you actually see them and you compare them to yourself, it's like, oh, like that is a wide human being. He's still faster than me and still doing a lot of things. So I think that that will ignite a, a new um, appreciation. No, well, not a new, well, yeah, maybe a new appreciation for the sport and, and what it can do. And then what I love about football is not everybody's going to become a professional athlete that, that loves the sport. It doesn't happen in America, so it won't happen in Germany. But I don't think that's the goal either. Like, I think some of them will, but what the sport can do compared to other sports. Like to me, that Sunday is football, is, is, is community, is family, is bringing, bringing food and you watch it at home or you do tailgating in Munich or you're going to be there. Like I'm going to be there the week before, you know, other teams are going to be there and, and, and celebrating with football fans. Then you go to different bars, you have events, you, you show your face, you do a lot of things. And A, you show appreciation for the fans that are there and then hopefully um, show the sport to other people that have not been exposed to it yet and um so i think it's the next big step in the development of the sport overseas obviously germany is the fastest growing market but i think we can still accelerate well we will still accelerate it and even at the current rate it's incredible i mean 20 percent growth year over year i mean it's nuts and it's it's only picking up like now with the games being played there like you were saying 
right now it's one game. Hey, who knows? Maybe in the future we're going to have more than one game, like London, right? I mean, you have three this year or four in years prior. So who knows? We're in Mexico City. We are like everywhere. And, and, and obviously the media, except we are talking about it, the media excitement is, is, is real. TV spots, commercials, like all those things is, is really, it, it's, a, it's a big part of it. And, and, and I think it's, um, I mean, from sponsorship, from partnerships for commercial opportunities, youth work i mean the nfl makes it clear right we are here to stay we are part of this community we are not in and out like we're not just coming for a week doing a throwing a heck of a party and are gone but now we are here we are we're supporting the community and, and we're staying and i think a it's an incredible commitment by the nfl and the, the four hma teams as well and um but it can only help us and about us i mean every football fan and everybody obviously in the nfl organization um help grow that game and that's our, our goal obviously if one last question <laughs> um if let's say you are a young german football player right now what advice like would you have as sebastian Faber for him or her if you want let's say he's it's a him and he wants to become a nfl player uh, so what helped me was and but it's uh, i And I take that approach to anything that's important to me in life. I have a priority list and I rank certain things. So football, for a long time, football was my number one. And I think if it's not, um, it's going to be a problem making it to the pros. But again, that doesn't necessarily need to be your goal or um, your reality. But however, once I had that as my number one, then everything I did was questioned, is that going to help me get there? Or is it going to hinder me to get there? Most things hinder you. And that's, I mean, I've missed a lot of things. Like I missed weddings. I missed funerals. I hit parties. You're not even thinking about it. Can't remember the last time I was awake at New Year's because those things in the end don't matter if they don't help you reach that goal. And But I didn't start that until really probably late in college and definitely NFL. I was, I was very, in a positive sense, I was very obsessed with that sport, obviously. And I think any player that is in that league is as well. Because there's always somebody nagging at your feet trying to take your spot. And rightfully so, they're good guys coming out of college or the IPP program or wherever. Um, so I think if you're in Germany, find a spot, find a find a club that's serious. Um, I think there's some good, there's some good youth work. Um, any program the NFL is um, laying out there from the IPPs, the academies to um, those, you know, that, that type of help, I think it's great. Um, I would... Again, the story, it's time to be funny about like what well, showed up and I wasn't really that big. Well, it's my own fault, right? But so you can get bigger, you can train, you can do all those things. So kind of wrap it up, let's say, again, we're all products of our circumstances. And, but the only thing we can control is hard work, right? God-given talent, all those things are out of our control. Hard work you can. So I think in anything you do from learning the language, working hard in the, in the weight room, understanding the play, book but not just your position right the more you understand about the game of football the more or the better decisions you can make when it gets tough um and then you know i would hate to see anybody flunk out of college or school um and not being able to realize their dream of playing right i mean uh, i played with a lot of college guys i was lucky enough again to graduate a couple of times but i also had some guys that were incredible football players just never went to class like flunked out didn't graduate couldn't play when eligible so i think that you know that's that in the end it boils down to hard work and it's really it doesn't matter if it's football if it's your job i mean you're prepared right you had questions laid out I mean, like all those things i mean you, you prepare for if you want to put out a good product and football is really 
uh, no different. And I think that's um, that's a good life lesson that that helped me. Well, and I wish I realized it a little sooner, but in the end, right, leave no stone unturned. Well, thank you so much. That was so much fun. Um, if you guys want to know more about uh, Sebastian's career, then uh, check out his books. You wrote two books, right? That's right. That's yeah. Right. But check check them out. And uh, thank you so much uh, for being on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.